Kia Wellington. This is Perrine on B-Side Stories and I am on the road today. We're out celebrating the Curtin Bank's 10th birthday. Wellington's Curtin Bank is based in Sustainability Trust Building in Forester's Lane and they've been supplying curtains to people in need in Wellington, which includes Wotaki, Paraparaumu, Hut City, Upper Hutt and Wellington City for the past 10 years. Let's hear a bit about the Curtain Bank and how it works. Kia ora, can you just tell me your name and what your role is with the Curtain Bank? Sure, uh, kia ora, uh, my name is Susie Robertson and I am the Community Manager at Sustainability Trust and one of the roles that I do there is look after our Curtain Bank. And you were telling a story uh, earlier about when you first came to Sustainability Trust and you kind of got interested in the Curtain Bank. Yeah. Can you share that one? Sure. So, um, yeah, when I first joined the Trust about two years ago, uh, my desk used to sit on our mezzanine floor and look over the Curtain Bank. And I used to, I used to look down and... Uh, at all the beautiful, colourful curtains on the shelves and I used to hear a lot of hubbub, um, either the sewing machines purring or the volunteers laughing. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of laughter that came out of the curtain bank and I was yeah. a little bit jealous because I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't managing the curtain bank at that time <laughs> and I felt like I'd missed out on potentially the best part of the trust. Um, and then fortunately for me, uh, the then manager... I went on secondment and I quickly put my hand up and said I would love to look after the curtain bank. So um, that's what I did and I certainly don't regret that decision. It's uh, one of the things I'm most proud of um, here at the Trust. Yeah, right. Can you tell me a little bit about how the scheme works? Sure. So what we do is we take upcycled curtain from people in the community, um, either individuals or businesses, uh, and then we take those curtains and we um, get measurements from people in the community with community services card or super gold combo cards or people in need and um, we take measurements uh, or, or they send in measurements of their curtains uh, of the sorry of their windows to us yeah um, and then what we do is we take those curtains that we've been donated we line them and we make them to measure for those people's houses so um, yeah, pretty much it's it's taking things that other people don't want, um, which are generally in really, really good nick and beautiful, and then giving them out to families in need to warm up their houses. Mm. And you were saying, as well as, you know, the obvious benefits of warming up people's houses and um, saving on heating bills, there's also, you're diverting a lot of waste from landfills. Yeah, so... Um, over the last 10 years, it's the 10-year anniversary of the Wellington Curtain Bank, we've diverted um, 78,000 kgs of waste to landfill. And that's roughly wow. about, if you imagine, 78,000 um, council rubbish bags. That's <laughs> about how much we've diverted from landfill. So, um, And it's great because what it means is that people in the community feel like they're helping by dropping off their curtains to us. Um, and that's what we want. We want beautiful curtains. We, we don't particularly like mouldy curtains or uh, curtains with any sun damage or too much uh, pet fur. Um, but certainly we get a lot of beautiful curtains that we can then um, yeah, line, make to measure and get out to families in need. Yeah, right. And can you tell me how the curtain back actually got running in Wellington? Sure. So um, it was started 10 years ago by Sarah Free, who is now a deputy mayor. Um, yeah. she, she was the one that thought we need to do something about these 
um, windows in people's houses. So whilst we were in the business, Sustainability Trust has been in the business of helping people insulate their house for, and, and warm their house for many years. Uh, the problem is that so much heat is lost through windows um, that it's kind of pointless putting all that effort in if the windows aren't covered. And yeah. If you have an insulated house and you have properly fitted curtains, it can reduce your heat loss by 60% in a room. So wow, it's like the head of the house. Yeah, so... <laughs> Wear you know, a hat. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, we have, you know, most houses in New Zealand, unfortunately, have single glazed um, windows. They're not Most people can't afford double glazing. Um, and so curtains are the best thing you can do, as long as they're lined curtains, to create that thermal effect with the two layers. Yeah. Mm. And so you obviously have a lot of wonderful volunteers who do sewing for you. Yes. You've got people bringing in used curtains. Mm -hmm. But there's also must be some costs to it. And how do you kind of pay for the extra bits? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, big shout out to our, I think we're currently at 28 volunteers who last year donated over 3,000 hours to the Curtain Bank, which is oh. just incredible. Yeah. And some of those Curtain Bank volunteers have been there for many, many years. Um, and it's a beautiful little community, so they are just amazing people, and we couldn't do we couldn't do what we do without them. Um, we only have one and a half, well, one one and a bit paid staff at the Curtain Bank, and you're right, we we obviously have to pay the bills, um, and we uh, thankfully have some um, generous sponsors. So Genesis Energy have been supporting the Curtain Bank since the very beginning, which is absolutely incredible for a sponsor to be having been involved for ten years. And they've actually just signed up for another two years. Yeah. So, How does that work, having a sponsor that, you know, essentially you doing a good job puts them out of some business? <laughs> I know, I know, right? I mean, I think they're the type of sponsor that care. That's, you know, they're, they're in the business of warming up people's houses just like we are. And it's just um, absolutely incredible to have a sponsor that has stuck with the Curtain Bank for that many years. Yeah. Yeah. And so for people who are, you know, wanting to use this, your service yeah say they don't have a community services card or a gold card are there but they're still in need are there other options for people to get curtains I mean it, it's always worth giving us a call and seeing if we've got capacity to help them out at that time um, but yeah I think the main thing is to get some curtains up on your windows if you don't have curtains so obviously you can go to opportunity shops um, they often have curtains as well that you can purchase at a really low cost so getting curtains on your window is the best thing you can do to keep your house warm Mm. Yeah, yeah, and um, so you were saying something like you were saying earlier. You've provided to more than four thousand households in the last ten years. Yeah, so we've supplied um, four thousand six hundred households with about sixteen thousand seven hundred curtains over the last ten years, which is just incredible, really. And every year we we aim to do um, somewhere between sort of four hundred and six hundred households yeah. with about two thousand five hundred curtains. Um, and that's that's our ideal. We want the more houses that we can warm up, the better. Yeah. yeah. You must have some pretty sturdy sewing machines too. Yeah, yeah. Four <laughs> industrial sewing machines. Um, we have one full-time sewer and lots of volunteers that come in and help us get those curtains out the door. Yeah. And so as someone who works at the Sustainability Trust and, you know, in, mm -hmm. with a role in the Curtain Bank, do you get much of an idea of the kind of impact both in people's lives and, well, you've kind of covered the environmentally, the environmental part, mm. but, the, you know, kind of what it means for the community to have access to a service like this? Um, yeah, I think 
we are lucky enough that a lot of um, the people that we get curtains out to um, uh, are generous enough to then thank us. So we often get emails or phone calls um, back to us to, to say what a difference it's made. And that's really heartwarming because, um, you know, sometimes when you provide a free service, we're certainly not expecting any thanks, but it's really nice when it, when it comes in. So mm. it's really nice to know the impact that we've had. And are there hard bits about being involved in the Curtain Bank or what are the kind of big challenges that you guys face? Yeah, I think the hardest thing is um, the ins and outs. So we always need enough curtains to then um, meet the demand for the curtains that we're getting. And last year was really tough for us. There weren't, um, we just didn't get the curtain donations that we needed. So um, it's really, yeah, it's just so important for us to get those curtain donations either from individuals or businesses to be able to then get those out to families. Yeah, so if listeners uh, hear this and have some curtains sitting unused in the um, shed in good condition, get in touch. Yeah, so you can bring them into um, two Foresters Lane in Wellington, just off Tory Street, opposite Bunnings. Um, But you can also drop them off at Citizens Advice Bureau in Porirua, um, Kilburnie, um, Energise Ōtaki and uh, the um, War Memorial Library in Lower Hutt. Oh, wow, yeah. So good, yeah, good spread. Um, and so you obviously are very fond of the curtain bank and the work you do. I am. But uh, do you have? Is there kind of a proudest moment that you've had, or is there a particular um, <laughs> story you'd like to? I think for me, it's just um, being involved with um, the ten-year celebration for for an organisation to have been going for ten years and to have had that kind of impact in terms of numbers is incredible. But I also think the impact that we have in volunteers' lives, like a lot of our volunteers come to us, um, they may have been out of work for a while for various reasons, and coming back to the Curtain Bank, um, they get a sense of community and a sense of family and a, and a belief that they can actually do something and that, that, and that they can achieve things. Um, and we've seen some real success stories from that where people have then gone back on into part-time or full-time work or been able to move from here into a job um, yeah, so those are kind of the most heartwarming things for me. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, my name's Susanna, um, and I I used the curtain bank um, three years ago for the first time. I've actually used them twice um, when I moved into a rental um, and had just recently separated from my partner. So, yeah. How did that process work for you, like kind of from first getting in touch to actually getting your curtains hung up on the the tracks in your house? Yeah, um, it was so easy. I was actually blown away because I'd been going through the process of signing up for the solo benefit and it just felt quite hard and, you know, um, that you were having to prove yourself all the time. Um, and in comparison to that, uh, signing up for curtains was um, so easy. I just literally filled out a form. I didn't have to prove anything. And uh, they, they just said, um, that's great. Oh, they actually asked me what colour I wanted, which I was amazed <laughs> that I got to choose the colour. Um, and what, co- what did you get? Um, actually, I just said, I don't mind, just bright and cheerful. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they were, li- they were ready six weeks later. I got an email to say I could go and pick them up. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then you do the hanging yourself and everything? Yep. Yep, but everything's supplied, so it was very easy. Yeah. Yeah. And did you meet the people who made your curtains? Um, I didn't. No. Just wondering. No, (laughs) but I would like to. (laughs) Maybe tonight's your night. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if I could just ask how, I guess, how it felt for you knowing that there were people out here who were kind of, um, you know, wanting to help you with, you know, your need to keep your family warm Mm. and... (laughs) Um, it was just, it was just amazing. Um, uh, yeah, it, it, it helped everything because, you know, it was a hard time in my life. And um, to know that there were these people out there that, that, that cared enough to do that and doing it probably voluntarily, you know, um, it was, yeah, it, it was really amazing to yeah. think of that. Mm. And your review of the curtains, did they make a big difference in terms of the... Warmth, yeah. dryness. Yeah, they did. They were made of really thick material. They were lined. Um, so they definitely um, helped the insulation a lot. Um, but they were also clean and went right to the floor. And they were bright colours, yeah, which really helped a lot because it wasn't the best of rental homes. <laughs> so, yeah, the curtains helped a lot make with making it more homely. Mm, yeah. Great. Thank you, Susanna. Sounds all right. <laughs> can, you, can you hear me now? Yes. Is that better? It's okay. Good. So my name is Melissa, and what brought us to the Curtain Bank was approximately six weeks ago, we relocated from Christchurch to Wellington. What had happened is we assumed the lease, and we had been told it's in a rough condition, but we had looked for nearly two years for a place to live, And so when this place became available and they were offering for us to assume the lease without advertising it, we hopped on it. Yeah. And it was in a very rough condition. Um, We came in and um, previously when it had been a student plant, each of the rooms had been uh, used, they had turned them into individual flats. So the owner who had owned this place had said that he had had, um, waited for the lease to end and there had been about 15 students living in this one place. Oh. Yeah. So um, it needed some tender loving care. But we were just glad to have the opportunity. Yeah. So we had moved into Wellington and just coincidentally... At that time, my daughter became ill, and we ended up in hospital. And because of the condition of the flat, I was concerned that possibly this was a reason because there was mold in the bathroom that had been painted over about three or four times. Um, The previous tenants had asked to paint, and they had painted the windows and the door, but they had closed them before they had dried, so they had painted the windows shut. there wasn't heating in the flat, so they had decided to bring in a gas dryer into the kitchen so they could dry their clothes and heat the flat at the same time with no ventilation. So we ended up in hospital, and when we were in hospital, we were referred to um, Sustainability Trust. Um, and they, when we had ended up in hospital, it was over Christmas week. They referred us to Sustainability Trust just to assess the situation, just to see see what we were in because we had just moved two weeks. Yeah. Um, The medical test came back and it turned out that the flat was not a reason for her being in hospital. 
which was we were very, very happy to hear. And um, But Sustainability Trust, when they reopened after the Christmas break, called us up. And actually, they didn't call us. They sent me a text. And they said, hey, would you like to meet? And I texted back, great. We set an appointment. Uh, 24 hours later, they um, a gentleman came out. And he did, it was so easy. He went through the flat, we went through the checklist, and it turns out because of my daughter's lung condition, we qualified to receive some help. Mm. And that help came in the form of they replacing the curtains. The curtains in the current flat, I had rang up the owner and I'd asked him, um, when was the curtains last replaced? Now these curtains were moldy, these curtains were in pretty bad mm. shape. And he said, I've owned it nine years. And I believe the owner had them there, so probably about 15 years ago. The curtain bank stepped in, and we qualified for new curtains, fully lined, which would help block the drafts that were coming in through the windows. And the owner was like, uh, it's used curtains. So let's step ahead a few weeks. It took about four weeks for the curtains to arrive. I painted the place, cleaned it up, cleaned up the rack, hung the curtains. The owner came out and he thought they were brand new. They yeah. were in such good condition. Wow. Yeah. Fully lined. It's almost like you receive two curtains is how they do it. And um, I had received a text even from the curtain bank because there was a question about the sizing of the windows because our flat's so old, the windows were a bit off. So um, Amanda had texted me a question about it and I had texted back. Um, and I said, hey, I said, is it okay? The condition of the floors is a bit rough. I really don't want the curtains going all the way to the floor. I'd like them just to stand. And she goes, we're here to serve you. We mm. want to make these curtains the best for you, no problem. Yeah, it was so simple. It really was, and um, yeah. And so, can you just tell me then, after getting those curtains, well, first having the process of people coming along and mm -hmm. you know, how that felt for you that people were trying to help you out in this way? I found it quite amazing. Um, that how did it feel for me? It gave me a bit of pride or mana. Um, curtains are quite expensive. Mm. They really are. And by providing this, then I was able to upgrade other little things. Yeah. It was, how can we get this place better for everybody? Can we get it better for the owner? Can we get it better for your daughter? Can we get it better for you? Yeah. That was the feeling that came across. Absolutely. Hi, I'm Lindley Wilson, and I was employed about three years ago to come and be the coordinator for the Curtain Bank um, to really manage the systems and the volunteers, to build up the volunteers and to keep the process of receiving curtains, upcycling curtains and having the curtains made ready for um, prospective clients. You And, yeah, I did know about curtains, but not in depth and certainly not to the level that you need to know about with um, the curtain bank. So you learn a lot about curtains and you look at people's windows a <laughs> lot more than you ever did before. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. We have volunteers from all walks of life. We have, when I started, we only had women. Um, but during my time, we um, had three or four men um, and I know that there are at least three men working with the Curtain Bank now. So we have 
all sorts of different people of all ages and stages and all abilities. Um, I think the key thing is really that they have to want to be part of a team mm. and they have to want to work together. Um, and when they work together, it's really amazing what they can achieve. So I think that's one of the great successes of the Curtin Bank in the last three years has been that the, the, the team and that's everybody, including mem- uh, managers from the trust and the coordinator and the sewers and the folders and really everybody, even our community partners, have played a big role in making sure that the Curtin Bank worked really, really well. Susie was saying to me just before that there's a lot of laughter coming from the yes. warehouse. <laughs> yes, there's really good conversations, you know, and there was, I was just saying today that uh, meeting some of the people that came to us as a volunteer, um, I think because they'd been asked to go and volunteer for something um, to get them back into the workforce again and seeing some of those people, how they've progressed um, and part of that is to do with the fact that, that they belong at the Curtin Bank mm. and they have a place uh, to be and a, pe- a group of people to belong to. And they have been nurtured by those people and nurture each other. And in doing that, um, it gives them the confidence and the abilities to go on. And one of our volunteers who came um, is now an employee for the Trust. And others have gone on to apply for other jobs outside of the Trust. And it's been really lovely to see how they've grown. And a lot of that is because of the nurturing of the team and giving them the confidence um, to get back in the workforce again. And yes, there's all sorts of different people and some people are surprising and some people are lovely and um, warm and, and encouraging. And yes, so there is a lot of laughter and a lot of fun. So that was the 10th birthday party of the Wellington Curtain Bank at Sustainability Trust, March 2020. Hope the next 10 years are even better. Apologies we didn't get to talk to any of the volunteers from the Curtain Bank. Our timing just didn't work out for that unfortunately and I think they had places to be and people to see. Anyway, you guys are doing an amazing job. Keep it up. Let's keep those houses warm and dry and keep those curtains out of the landfill and the power bills down. Kia ora.